Hey guys, welcome back to Chance of the Podcast. My name is Niall and I'm here with my co-host, Brittany. Hey guys. Today we are going to talk a little bit about red flags and relationships and how to deal with them because we feel like a lot of times people acknowledge red flags or, you know, things come up and situations come up, but people don't really do anything about them or like how to kind of like navigate that and work through them. What are some red flags that you're okay to deal with too? I mean, like, you know, all red flags don't mean that it's end all be all, you know, that yeah, have to talk sure. to the old dude again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> when you're dating, it's just, you know, such a trial and error. You know, we've experienced some things. Obviously our girlfriends come to us with their different like dating scenarios. Even like our guy friends will say like, is this normal or am I tripping? So we definitely wanted to have a conversation that we usually have just like as friends over the phone on the podcast because we just want to share our thoughts and then we would love for you guys to like send us any like crazy scenarios you've been in or just comment and like give us your feedback because sometimes we we think the same sometimes we think differently so we just love to get your opinions but I would love to hear have you recently Nile, had a dating experience or like I know I obviously like you're dating in the dating pool but with that like what usually stops you from like proceeding hmm. so i've been getting like red flags like thrown at me left and right it's kind of just <laughs> the basis of my dating life <laughs> but it's kind of the foundation of my dating life that it's just red flags um but yeah like i i i try to do and I, it's so funny you, we were talking about this because i was literally just talking to gianni yesterday and i was just like you know she was like trying to critique three strike rule so for our, our listeners okay so my rule of thumb is three strikes and you're out like if i'm talking to you and we're getting to know each other and you do three things that are like big red flags to me or things i just heavily don't agree with or whatever and i don't see a resolution or whatever to the situation each one is becomes a strike once i get to the third strike of you you're out because I'm just like, especially like in the beginning talking stages, like it shouldn't be all of this drama and like confusion and all of these <laughs> things. And, you know, it, it shouldn't be that way. So that's exactly like, versus like, say if I was in a relationship, this is some, my boyfriend, I probably wouldn't have a three strike rule because I'm like, okay, we're committed to each other. We'll work through it type of thing. But the three strike rule is something women, I think dating should definitely live by because you got to think about it too. If you've only been like hanging out, dating a guy for like a couple months and three things make like major things happen that you're, you're just like, whoa, like I didn't like that. That didn't sit well with me. That's like definitely something that you should be apprehensive of, especially if you're trying to grow and possibly be in a relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%, like huge character flaws. And just honestly, deal breakers. Like yeah. the, the beginning part of a relationship is really where you identify if you're compatible or not. And like, I know I'm definitely guilty and just like a big, like seeing everything with like rose colored glasses and like ignoring some of the like red flag, like, green flag. Yeah. I'm like, you know, this is like yellow, yellow red flag. flag means go. Like Niall's laughing y'all because like I am a chronic, like I'll change them <laughs> person. Yeah. I'm like committed to the change and not that like my biggest thing is like, I have to like the person. So like, if I like you, but it's just like these little things or even if it's like 
bigger things, but like, I feel like there's some wiggle room. Like I'll run with any like inch of wiggle room I see and just take that rather than like really <laughs> seeing it as like a red flag. Don't you think? I mean, I just think, I, I, don't, I don't think, I just feel like you're just more of an understanding person, like in general. So I think, and, and you're just like laid back and like just chill. So I feel like that kind of feeds into maybe that passiveness as well yeah versus like me i'm just like all the way turned up all the time like i'd be ready i'll be on go yeah so like things that like just irritate <laughs> the hell out of me like it's done like i don't know a like middle ground but i feel like in past relationships and i'm sure you can relate to this because i feel like in past relationships things that were like i felt weird about kind of in our talking stage before we were officially boyfriend girlfriend in a relationship those little things that I was just like passive about end up being really big things once we were dating. Like when mm-hmm. I think about like why we fell out, why we broke up or like just major fights we would have, it, it like stems from those little things that I was kind of on the fence about when we were first getting to know each other. Yeah, no, 100%. And I feel like even things that maybe weren't problematic for you, but that became you know, an issue once in a relationship, because obviously people continue to grow year, like, you know, as the years go on, if you're in long relationships, you start to notice more things that you're like, okay, if I was in another relationship, I would not want this, (laughs) but you're like, here I am in love, you know, committed, committed. So it's like, it is what it is. So yeah, I 100% agree. So let's start to give some concrete flags. flags. And and yeah, we're going to draw from, like I said, our own personal experiences and some things that our friends have shared with us too, um, that we just find really interesting and relevant. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. So let me give a big one. Recently, I had a huge red flag from someone I was getting to know. And how do I say this without like telling my whole business? Basically, a friend of mine came across some things on social media that was alarming to me that signaled that maybe he was in a much more serious situation with another girl while I perceived him to be single and open to dating. Yeah. Can I give a clap for myself for that summary right there? I mean, <laughs> boy. Yeah. Okay. So a little bit more. For Brittany knows what I'm talking about. I clearly know what she's talking about. So I'm going to try and like explain a little bit more just for, you know, obviously folks who don't know. Okay. So say I come across some chick's profile, right? And I see said dude commenting something really flirtatious. Extremely. And it's within the recent time period where Niall and dude, you know, have been talking and dating other people. It's completely acceptable. Yeah. Acceptable. But like this line was like super flirtatious, but like borderline, this is my girlfriend. And it signals like, yeah, it signals a deeper relationship. Exactly. So that was red flag because of the nature of one I find that when men that you're dating comments on your pictures that's not a common thing I feel like that's someone that you have a deeper relationship with right yeah like guys guys that that I date aren't like commenting under my photo like yeah that's like you know y'all been dating for over a year (laughs) and you're comfortable with other people on that profile seeing your very public comment as well yeah exactly so that was a red flag for Niall and I think kind of leading into social media in general I think 
social media should just be like a conversation just on the front end about like how you're engaging and interacting with other people in social media so you can know well, what's appropriate and what's not. Yeah, but I, I kind of have a rebuttal to that just because I feel like when you're first just starting off dating and stuff like that and you're just getting to know each other, I feel like it's a bit aggressive to be like, so how do you do, like, how do you, like, no, that, I feel like that's crazy. I feel like that's a conversation you have, like, a little bit when you feel like things might be getting more serious. You know what I'm saying? So, like, but I do think that should be a conversation had before you're in a relationship with someone. Yeah. And, like, the questions I'm referring to, I'm thinking is, like, how you present yourself on social media as a person in a relationship. You know, are is it acceptable to comment on people's pictures? Is it, you know, what kind of photos can you like? What kind of people can you follow? Like, what is your engagement on social media with other people, especially like of the opposite sex or like, you know, if you're LGB, um, you know, just any type of person that you might be attracted to, like those mm-hmm. types of questions, like, you know, all of the things. And then... Not only that, but also posting about each other. (laughs) And so for me, this is like something that I like have an up and down personal relationship with. Yeah, you do. You kind of vary. Like sometimes you're just like whatever social media and another time you're like. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a very private person, but like obviously on the podcast, like I share a little bit more about my life and I feel like I'm even with that on social media. Like I love to be an open book and like, you know, have people feel comfortable asking me questions or whatever and like I don't like to live a double life but then on the in on the other hand though I like to have like a sense of privacy so I struggle with like you know do I share the person that I'm dating or not and vice versa like do I want to be shared and you know like loved out loud or do I want to have that sense of privacy where like people aren't oh you haven't posted so and so in a month like are y'all still together so like I go back and forth with this and that's why I think it's in a sense of like red flags because it's like once you kind of decide on what feels right for you it's like having that conversation with your partner and if they're like absolutely one way or the other I think it could be problematic yeah and I think that comes like I think that's part of the resolution kind of aspect that we think it's important to have it's like okay now that you've acknowledged that red flag or you see something that you're not a fan of it's like how do you then make a resolution yeah like from that you know so instead of it because we had like like I said like I don't think all red flags are like enough to never talk to anyone again but I do think that like how that conversation is had after you've acknowledged that that is something for you it I think it sets the tone too it tells a lot about that person as well like I don't think people be realizing like it don't always be the action but it'd be the reaction that really like proves a lot about how you view that situation if you are really acknowledging it are ready to move forward from it I think compromise is the most important thing like you're never going to be right or 100% right or 100% wrong in a situation but like coming to a middle ground is so important And so when you are finding things that are a little problematic for you, definitely like bringing them to attention and just seeing how they react is that's a red flag in itself pretty much is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How that person deals with conflict. is definitely something that I look for, especially in dating. I think at least in this season in my life, like I'm dating a lot of men. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hey guys, a lot of them be listening to this podcast. So hello. (laughs) <laughs> Which is good. I like that because just like, honestly, if you listen to anything that I'm saying on this podcast, like it low key is the blueprint to Niall Johnson. And anyway, <laughs> I 
but <laughs> my biggest thing right now, like I said, in this season of dating is I'm looking for how, how I react to conflict as well. Like it's not even just how men react, like how I'm reacting to conflict and how he's reacting to conflict. Cause it is like a two way street. <laughs> and so like, I feel like it's always something that you can do better in a situation. So some things like if I'm dating a guy and it doesn't necessarily go my way or whatever, I feel some sort of way about it. I still like to take time and be like, okay, like how could I have done this better? You know, cause you can't control the next person's action. So it's just like, okay, is there things that I could have done better? Is there a conversation I could have had prior to before I got to this point? Like I, I kind of look for that. So I feel like every next like situation I'm in I'm hopefully I'm getting better at I don't know whether it's communicating conflict resolution whatever no 100% I think that's great let me ask you so in that regard say they do something wrong you bring it to their attention um or you guys are maybe back and forth having a disagreement what communication would be a red flag for you for me having disagreements but having an uncomfortable phone conversation and then just like hanging up, but then getting like a paragraph text for me (laughs) or silent treatment, red flag. Oh yeah. That's the red flag. Yeah. Silent treat. Like, you know, just literally just falling off the side of the earth. That's a, that's a red flag for me because it just shows that you have very, very low conflict resolution skills, which is alarming. (laughs) Um, um, what else? Uh, not picking up the phone and calling. I think that's like exes of mine or whatever. I feel like I would be like, you know, in the moment you're just like texting or everyone's busy, right? So it's not like everyone has all day at one o'clock on a Tuesday to pick up the phone and talk to you about. And argue. Right, yeah, and argue. Like, okay, that's completely, I understand. We're not trying to say that, but I think we're trying to say like, if someone were to send me a text and be like, hey, we should really talk about this later. I'm gonna call you tonight. Yes. That is perfect. That's perfect. It shows me that you're socially aware of like, you know, your time and my time. It shows that you want to actually like talk through it. You're a planner, like chef kiss. Yeah. So if they're not able to, if they're not able to have a verbal conversation to get through a disagreement, red flag for, and I would say we both agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Is there some kind of many red flags that you had that you were able to work through with your partner and like how were you able to do that you know because I like I said I think it's some things that are like okay that was a red flag but we worked through it and now it's not that big of a deal yeah not all red flags have to be detrimental for sure (laughs) so oh geez it's like I don't want to tell it like their business but like also I mean I think it's relevant so for me not 100% feeling confident in like how the last really like his last relationship ended and like that being fully like you know having had closure and being truly healed from that I felt like I had a sense of that and that's such like a popular red flag like you know if somebody has such like prevalent scars from like a previous relationship or something people are usually like run for me I you know I actually felt like they were very self-aware about the previous situation and was crystal clear on what they wanted in the future so for me I kind of you know went back and forth and felt like it was something I could work through but I definitely know I have like friends who've been in situations where like say they're you know their ex cheated got cheated on and so then they were like with somebody who was super insecure 
and, you know, constantly blowing up their phone and stuff because their previous person cheated on them. And that's a clear red flag right there, right? Like being right. so hard from a previous relationship that it's impacting now their relationship with you. Mm-hmm. And I think part of growing in a relationship is kind of just being able to accept some of those flaws that your partner might have as well. You know what I mean? And you're kind of aware, like it might come up again, but do you think we have the tools to work through it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> all right give me also, another one miss miss uh i'm dating a lot of men in this season <laughs> i do and it'd be a lot of red flags wait before i get to another example i think too also women in dating they need to realize that like you should take red flags as a blessing at least that's how i do take them as because just like for example why would i want to be with someone that can't communicate the most basic things like, you know what I'm saying? Why would I even want to be in a relationship with somebody like that? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I think women take it as like, oh my God, like, this is awful. Like, blah, blah, blah. But you should really take that as like a blessing and like really God, like kind of looking out for you because it's like, why would you want to endure that? Yeah. Before you even are officially like dating someone, like, you know, or would you, is that a characteristic that you want in someone you're going to seriously be in a relationship with? No. Mm-hmm. You know, so you look at it that way. But another red flag, man, what what else has happened to me? I think for you, maybe someone... Without telling all my business. I think maybe flexing a little too hard. (laughs) (laughs) How can that be worded correctly? Okay, I think it's depth. So if someone, it seems a lot, a lot, like they have a lot to say. I almost forgot about that. <laughs> are saying nothing. Yes. That usually can be an indicator of actually People laughing. be saying a whole lot of stuff, but really in reality be saying nothing. Like, you know, people that use a bunch of words, but it's literally like, what? <laughs> or like trying to sound so deep, so intellectual, but it's like buzzwords or things that like, they know that you might right. find like impressive or whatever. And that can get you at first. Yeah. I think at least it got me at first. Like, it can get you at first until you're, like, really starting to get, you're like, what? Like, huh? Like, eh, this ain't really as solid as it appears. Um, yeah, like, you're you're asking questions. Like, you, let's say y'all have something in common in the beginning, and you're asking questions later down the road about, like, you know, what are your thoughts on this? Or, you know, say it's politics, for example. Y'all had talked about crime reform I'm being very vague or whatever. Mm-hmm. Crime reform. Y'all both said, yeah, they need to do this. They need to do that. Cool. That was like third date conversation. Then maybe fifth date conversation, you ask them, you know, what did you think about XYZ that happened in the news or whatever? And they're completely- And they can't like, even form a sentence to really yeah. talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like, you know, don't put on a show. Right. I don't know if that yeah. was a good example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's a character flaw we're talking about right now. I don't know if that's a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> um, if y'all just give me two, like I have a lot of, I be having a lot of red flags. Um, I, I, I really, I really think one for me, right now in this current stage of my life, and it'll probably forever be one. I feel like earlier when I was younger, it, I didn't care about it as much, but right now it's like a big like red flag for me is um how well a man communicates i think confident men communicate exceptionally well oh shoot what was that show we were just watching we're like he communicates so good nothing on love island no please no um anyway forget it shit though we were watching a show and i was like we were saying like he communicated that was like very good communication 
I don't know. Huh? It wasn't too hot to hear. No, none of them little shows. Anyway, whatever. Huh? Bridgerton? (laughs) (laughs) He was awful. He was awful at communicating. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I think like when it's like, it's not about like what you say. I think it's how you say it. Mm -hmm. So if a guy were to communicate with me like very like openly about, let's say his willingness to be in a long distance relationship, let's just, maybe that's the example, right? Like, even if it wasn't exactly what I agree, like what I agree on or a fan of or whatever the case is, like if he communicate that like very well, like I feel like that would no longer be a conflict or point of like uneasiness, I guess to me versus someone that like is unable to communicate like that well, it like, then in turn makes you feel some sort of way about it i guess if that makes sense but like the more open and honest you are i feel like upfront about things it's like you don't leave as much room for conflict and drama and you know what i mean Ooh, i think i get what you're saying okay so like for example and i feel like i've seen this debate before so for example someone saying you can come over if you want versus hey do you want to come over like simple communication that you can just like articulate so much better by asking the person hey do you want uh to come you know eat dinner by my place versus if you want or cool yeah. if you swing by yeah yeah 100 percent. and i that's what i'm saying i feel like it plays back into confidence like i feel like a man that's extremely self-assured in itself and like is able to um communicate well like i feel like he has those characteristics yeah hmm and even like it's not even in just men like women and men general like i feel like when you're able to just like really communicate good and obviously it's like a work in progress like you're not just gonna wake up one day and just be some great communicator but i do think at a certain age i'm like you i'm like people 27 28 and you can't just communicate the most basic thing that's alarming so that's a big red flag for me that I've been experiencing a lot. I'm just like, huh? I'm like, why would I want to be with someone that just can't even just say what you got to say mm-hmm. properly? It's like, are you scared? Like, do you really not know how you feel? And, and, and if you don't know how you feel, like, you can say that as well. Like, you know, like, I think people are just almost kind of scared. I don't know what it is, actually. I think it's lack of maturity. That's what I chalk it up to, but yeah. Okay, so another red flag to me is when a guy tries to make his ex seem out, seem to be crazy. Like, sometimes people are truly crazy. But I feel like when if a guy's, like, overcompensating and trying to be like, okay, yeah, no, she's so crazy. Like, da-da-da-da. Like, I can, you know, like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, see, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know someone that, like, overly does it and, like, really, Having like... too much to say about a situation. Too much to say about an ex or too much to say about, like, a negative past relationship. That's a red flag to me. That, that's a red flag meaning that I feel like honestly no you're the you were you took part in the craziness and like it was something that like you did probably or something that transpired in your relationship to make her seem that way it gives very much toxic yes yeah hmm. I, I like yes 100% even if like okay even let's just say you were in an awful situation how you speak about your ex and like what went down I think shows a lot about you and what really went down yeah, I agree with that. I think um, 
Because it's like a job too. Like, let's say you quit a job because it just genuinely wasn't the right place for you or you didn't enjoy it. But like, if you go out into the world completely trashing it any second you get and like basically burnt, completely burning that bridge, I feel like that has a reflection on you and like your professionalism. So like same with dating, you know, you can talk so poorly about someone that you spent, you committed to them and you spent X amount of time with them. But yet, you know, you have nothing but horrific things to say all the time and can't find anything that you was like a learning lesson for you and see a positive that kind right. of improves you as a person it's kind of like eh mm-hmm. you're bringing nothing but them problems here <laughs> and that's what it gives me <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or and also the nothing it shows me that y'all really still are in communication <laughs> yeah that's the crazy thing that's how crazy i am like, i'm just like you know you still talk to this girl because any, anyone that like doesn't even speak to someone or is completely like over it or moved on isn't like that passionately talking about an ex like in my opinion you know what i mean yeah. it's like, oh that's very true you're hmm. like you're chill <laughs> hmm. maybe you shouldn't be dating right now yeah but yeah like i, I think we would encourage everyone to just definitely look for the red flags i think when you are intentionally dating knowing kind of what your like non-negotiables are i think helps as well you know because if you don't know what the hell's going on meaning you don't know what you want you okay with everything under the sun it becomes a confusing thing for you and the other party you know but it's like you have to be transparent with yourself and honest with like what you want right Brittany? like wouldn't you agree yeah i i would say like stay curious too don't be afraid to ask questions i mean don't first second third date like ask you know the most personal questions but I think definitely you know opening the door for conversations about their opinions on things how they feel even once you feel comfortable enough about their family life and things like that just to get like a holistic view of the person and you know what I think really makes it important too when it comes to like looking at red flags is like figuring out if you genuinely like the person or not because if you don't (laughs) like them if you don't like them like a red flag will be easy to be like yeah you're gone but like if you really decide okay I like this person it's gonna be easier to like overlook a a huge red flag for you so like as soon as you are aware of how strong your feelings are I think definitely start to take more like pay more attention to red flags that you think will negatively impact either the relationship or your mental health because you're just like compromising on your end and you're not genuinely happy with something but you're just like but I like them so much I'm so in love so you know I don't want to risk losing them type of thing I think that's the bit like that's the most tricky part about red flags yes I'd be genuinely liking guys (laughs) (laughs) and then a red flag comes and ruins it all Right, and I'm just like, I can't get in any more toxic situationships or or relationships, Lord have mercy, toxic relationships or situationships with none of you men. So that like always kicks into my brain too. Yeah, and I think another thing is like, if you you know, having open conversations and like building something with someone and you talk about your past and things that like you're not putting up with. So if they're pretty much aware of what your red flags are in the front end, but like yet- (laughs) <laughs> are doing it I think that in itself is like that's a disregard play but when you're early on dating I definitely think you should like have a conversation once you know you like that person and y'all are heading towards relationship zone right and another thing I think about too like to wrap up is like 
in the beginning of dating, that person should be putting their best foot forward, right? Like, th- like that should be the time where, you know, everything is not everything, but you know what I'm saying? Like that person should be low key on their best behavior. Like, you know, like you shouldn't, they shouldn't even want to see like that side of you or, you know, trying to display that. So if you're like, if this is how you're acting <laughs> and we've only been talking for like two, three months, like, um, skirt, skirt, like, hmm don't know about that you know like yeah r- like real life like you think about dating right like it should be the first couple of months you should be in bliss like it shouldn't be like oh my god and then this happened and this happened no drama there should be no drama it should be like you're really trying to do your best put your best foot forward so like that's another thing I look at too it's like how long have we been taught like getting to know each other too mm-hmm. I think that's a key yeah 100 percent so guys, we hope you enjoy. Please feel free to share with us any red flags you might have. Um, yeah, we're going to put in our question box on our stories. Like everyone share their, their like red flags, like our red flag that's happened to them that they've been like, you know what? Yeah, that ain't it for me. <laughs> so guys take a chance on love, but <laughs> watch out for the flags in a play. That's not the that's not the message. Take a chance on love. Like, yeah, take a chance on love, but be a smart be a, be a smart person as well. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. Bye, guys. Bye.